0: Uh, finding your waking up the balance sense uh, various ways of standing stretching your feet and playing with your ability to to balance on one leg or on your toes or on your heels all these things help to uh, get the body to wake up its ability to experience balance which is a very useful uh, centering device because balance is quite light, precise, and uh, grounding. Yeah, it's not tense, is it? so it's quite a beautiful uh, experience that we can uh, trust. as when you Standing in in balance, and your mind is probably not jabbering away. (coughs) You're not locking up somewhere, so that's good news. of course with balance the, the entire body has to unify yeah, yeah. it's the feel itself you can't really exactly figure it out, but mm-hmm. <coughs> the more movements you can do yeah, then the wiser your balance sense gets So this morning let's do some things with the upper body, particularly connecting the, the shoulders, the arms to to the lower back. Yeah. So in the unbalanced or disconnected state, the shoulders will tend to leave, leave the back and come up over and they, they don't really connect to the lower back or the legs yeah the arm hands reach out not, there's no connection to to the rest of the body mm-hmm. so this area becomes kind of autonomous So with all these you want to really keep the sense of the shoulders what what's beneath them what's able to lift the shoulders from underneath yeah so the stuff on top of your shoulders is not activated it's just coming from underneath yeah. and if you do that the sense of can you feel anything coming down your arms into your fingers the hands feel any different you really keep the hand completely relaxed so it's just receptive you know, lifting the shoulders, pulling the shoulder blades in lengthening the arms but keeping the hands loose operating the shoulders Underneath. Mm-hmm. And just as we were doing with our with our knees, you know the rolling of the knees, we start with a slow circle in say in one shoulder at a time. Mm-hmm. A bit slowly. How far will it pull back? Why you do it slowly is so you give the rest of the body time to adjust like if we whip back then the upper body doesn't isn't connected to that you know so we do it slowly it gives a chance for the energy to run across your front of your chest so the whole that area can can participate including feeling up into your neck and down into your back going back and turning forward all the way up exploring the limits or the range of the shoulder joint all the way down and slowly so you feel the effect of when you give a long downward stretch and more upward and slowly Come into a circle. Mm. Come into the full extension back, up, forward. come back bring your shoulder back so you can get a sense of extending that along your arms, so your arms coming out behind you down swing down come forward lifting the shoulder and lengthening the arm so if the movement is not so much as far as the arm's concerned it's hardly a movement upwards it's a a movement forward it's coming out of the joint you can lengthen your arm forward wrist and fingers keep yourself still loose because all the energy is coming from here it's like the shoulder is pushing an arm forward the other arm. The feeling as you come to rest, the difference between one one shoulder arm area and the other one. This probably feels lower, the other one feels kind of higher and denser. So now, shoulder all the way down, Right. gradually form a circle as you feel the range of the shoulder movement forming a a circle way back, way up, forward down and then lengthening it, using it to lengthen your arm forward noticing any any restrictions, pains tight places We go even slower. Slower and smoother you take it, the more the rest of your body can tune into that. And maybe things happen in your back, or even in your sides. And we'll do the, uh, the shopping basket, so you have a heavy shopping basket in each hand, pulling your shoulders down, okay, okay take a good stance, and just pull, pushing your lower back in, spreading your shoulders, bring them in. down pulling the back in, drawing the back in and see if you can raise the shoulders from beneath and down so it's a very small movement but what you're doing by carrying those shopping baskets full of stuff. As you're uh, lifting your shoulders from beneath, is you're really energizing your lower back, your back muscles to lift your shoulders. If They don't lift them very much. It's not, a, it's not the point. It's the point is to get energy running through that area between your shoulders and your hips. Just feel the weight of those bags holding you down and your back pushing up against it. And bring your hands above your head. a similar thing lifting the sky fingernails touching you touching the crown of your head keeping your palms flat to the sky as if you have a plank you're trying to stick on the ceiling Mm -hmm. but uh most of all just holding the plank and letting your arms come back so they're plain to your chest, they're not elbows aren't pointing forward, you look either side of your elbows or side of your body, and, yeah. and you can get a sense of turning your shoulders from beneath and down, turning your shoulders from beneath. breathing out as if we are lifting the shoulders from beneath against the weight of the sky doesn't matter how high they go the out breath breathing in, coming back breathing out Do you feel the energy running down your spine and your, and, the, and your back? And see if you can connect that on the outbreath, right down the backs of your legs to the heels. Breathing out. Hands over on top of that ball, forming the ball in front of your chest. Take a few moments for the <coughs> sensations to subside. And then separating earth and sky. The palms flat to the sky, flat to the ground. Fingers pushed back. Breathing in coming back to form the ball across the chest breathing out the ball turns front hand turns forward back hand back hand comes all the way back so the fingers are pointing back palms flat and then the ball expanding it's the expanding of the ball that pushes the arms apart Rather than pushing with your arms, try to keep your arms quite uh, soft or relaxed. All you want to do with your arms really is to keep the angle in the wrist sharp. Yeah. So you're sustaining a stretch, stretching muscles rather than tightening them. Yeah. So normally when we use our arms, we will tighten the muscles to you know to push something or grasp something a tight muscle can't stretch you can only contract that's what that's what they do (laughs) when they operate they contract and they they pull tight so you can't stretch a tight muscle because you unless you tear it so you want to keep your muscles loose and use the the ball and the back and the shoulders to cause the stretch. that that will subside. Okay. So now you're getting a feeling for operating your arms by using your back, and your shoulders, keeping the arm, the arms, arm muscles loose. Mm-hmm. How's that feel? Mm-hmm. So important that these grasping organs don't cause your body to fragment. You remain intact. You know you can reach out but it's not the arm the hand leaves the body <laughs> when you reach out the whole thing goes with it you know? okay now let's go into the, the bow and arrow now, <clears throat> so the good archer takes a good stand knees slightly bent you can feel a strong connection to the ground because that's the, we want to maintain that firm upright axis yeah. so knees over the centre of the feet maintaining the firm upright axis through the sacrum, the back raising the shoulders or raising the arms to the shoulders and the back. So now, the arms still very loose. Feeling the connection down the back into the ground. Okay, so let's uh, pull, pull one hand back to form the bow notch the other fingers of the other hand around the string connect the eyes to the bow hand Uh, using the shoulders turn the arms extend pulling one arm back into the armpit as you lengthen the other arm to the bow, Mm -hmm. coordination Like with any of these movements from the outside it doesn't look that impressive because you know the the, the real working pieces are almost invisible really with using the uh, the back. So it's not how far your arms can go, it's just can you maintain that quality operating from your shoulders, keeping the coherence so that both arms are moving together and keeping your head connected to the lead hand. See how the out breath how much can that stretch go Mm -hmm. but you build it up because you've got to come stretching from the centre breathing a stretch rather than pushing one breathing out and breathing in as we come to the you're getting more familiar with the movement, the feeling of turning your head and as you come to the, the end of the stretch, sharpening your gaze between the two lead fingers of the bow hand, just like the eyes are forming an arrowhead. centre, release the arms, let them subside. And move into cow gazing at the moon. So hips and shoulders move in line. So don't turn your shoulders more than your hips. And just a little dip in one knee can help keeping both feet connected to the ground and then rocking the arms up from the shoulders or the back very light to the side, breathing in coming back to centre. As we breathe out, extending down your arms and pulling the wrists, pulling the fingers back, frame up the window. So, energy moves down your arms, into your wrists, turn your fingers back, flat palms out. Strong, since So when you come to the uh, completion of the out-breath, when you have the frame there, strengthening means you should get the sense running down your back into the ground, down your back leg, as if you're resisting. Breathing in, breathing out. center again resting the hands on the ball standing in the great ocean so standing nice strong connection to the ground sensing Widening your mind, widening your awareness to sense the great ocean. Getting your body to stand in the great ocean. widening from the center and then forming the ball using the fingers to frame the ball, the backs of the hands to frame it and the palms the soft mm-hmm. tissues of the inner edges of the fingers to receive mm-hmm. So feeling the ball as the ball forms incline a little towards the back of your feet an inclination and take a quarter of an inch further sit so you just bend a little bit more half an inch to bring up the signal of resting, resting on the feet, resting on the ball. the fingers, tingling in the arms. Mm. Let the ball rise a little and turn your hands behind the ball so your front of your body everything is wrapping around this ball. Keeping your shoulders supported through the back, lower back, legs, and resting your hands through this ball. Mm -hmm. very slowly the ball is going to expand Feeling how how far it wants to go, how much energy is there in that ball. Maybe it's completed or maybe it can travel further. Getting a feeling for something that's not a matter of willpower or muscular effort but almost an allowing, an allowance to widen if that seems the direction, good direction. Mm. Meeting the great ocean. So, staying in touch with the surface of the body from one fingertip to the other, through the arm joints, the biceps, Uh, how the arm joins the body, the front of your chest, your throat. How is all that? Is it all connected? Okay with that? Can it open into that fullness? Gradually breathing in, gradually the ball is going to contract or collect, shrink. Getting interested in the movement of the breath in your abdomen and the hands homing in on that, returning to the center. The forms subside taking a rest and letting yourself fully sense where that's taking you and returning to here